we join the super legit crew as Allie and Jen scheme about future collaborations. Now that I've met you and and heard you and seen you, Jen, I can't. I don't know if I'm wishing this or if it's like a future fast forward, but I can't Ooh. imagine a world Uh-oh. where we don't play Tina Fey and Amy Poehler in some. <laughs> oh. Yeah. In yeah. some oh my show, God. Mm-hmm. there's baby just mama's no baby way mama. That would be I mean, I I'll get a clipboard and like, some, and I'll borrow like, your glasses. Yeah, and yeah we're on our no, way. If there's like no a heavily way. dramatic lifetime behind the scenes of the making of Baby Mama, yeah. I want I want to see that movie. <laughs> that would be a delight. back everyone to another episode of super legit podcast i am your host jet kaufman and i have with me let's count them off we've got jen burton hello got chris sanders hi got josh spence the better josh thank you got got chris compton the better josh thank you (laughs) got steven c james i am the ultimate josh Got Ali Mar. <laughs> I'm still Ali. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, we've got back this week, Josh Tariff. Welcome back, Josh. Woohoo! Thanks. Yay. And I'll be Michael Hyman. Perfect. Oh, oh. You know what? Wow. Actually, which is the worst of the Joshes. Yes. He's the bronze Josh. Wow. <laughs> He's the I participation you, Josh. Jen, I'm going to jump in yeah, early. Twist at the top. I'm going to jump in early because I. So we have a thing that we do every week where we have a co-host mm-hmm. when Hyman isn't here. And every uh, time, yeah. like, we're kind of mean, right? And we purposely exclude yeah. Josh. So I think that, like, this time we should finally let Josh, Josh be the co-host. Mm. Yeah. So uh, all for Josh being co-host? Uh, I agree. Yeah, I, Josh. I, Josh. I, Josh. I, all opposed? I'm in I, for Josh right. being the co-host. Yes. Josh Tariff, uh, you're up. Yes. You're our co-host. Thank you. I'm, I'm, very, I'm very honored and, and humbled for this opportunity, guys. Uh, I won't let you down. You, you should like be. Josh it's Spence. an important role mm. with no no, oh, no, he uh, would never no real responsibilities. He would never speak the co-host. Cool. <laughs> So let's uh, let's let's get this uh, jumping off with a question this week. This one is: What's something you witnessed way too early in life? And uh, I'm going to jump out right here, real quick, and say not porn. Like that's just mm. the obvious, easy answer. We're not going to go to porn. Uh, what What's this porn of which you speak? <laughs> <laughs> uh, you want to know the specific one? Um, I, don't, I don't I don't have a frame of reference. I'll send you so links after sure the show. Okay. I'll send right, you links cool. after yeah, the cool. show. Yeah, yeah. Cool. Now, we'll put them in the show notes. Wait, Jack, can you repeat the question just once more, just for the exact verbiage of it again? Yes, yes. What's Look something you I got the porn part. Yeah. It looks like all Josh's questions. You witnessed once you said porn, no, what, nothing else was retained. Right. Yes. Is yeah. the question was about like, porn? Because that's all I I'm can sorry. think of now. I'm, I'm, I'm sorry, Jed. Everyone's still talking about porn. I couldn't yeah. hear what yeah. you yeah. said. I'm sorry. You, you mentioned know those porn like again. flash things from Men in Black? That's kind of the word porn. That's it. After this, everyone here will be watching porn. The question is, what's your favorite porn? I have a split screen. Okay. Oh, gosh. Man, where do I begin? Oh. Well, why? Well, I, I don't know what else I expected from this I episode. don't remember what age specifically I was. I know I Uh-oh. was way too young. Yeah. Uh, talking about porn. Because it was with my stepdad. Oh, oh boy. God. Step stuff. Okay. And All right. This is going I had badly to be, already. Well, they got remarried when I was like, uh, oh, no. I think they officially remarried and we were like, moved, no, they moved together before they was actually Was the washing machine broken? Jeez, like fifth grade, fifth, sixth Did grade. How old, the you? Table? How old are you in fifth or sixth ten grade? Ten or eleven. You're ten in fifth grade, turning eleven. Okay, yeah. You, so let's say around stuff. ten. Uh, if you're typically my developed, stepdad showed me the film Deliverance. Oh, I would not list that as horrible. That's probably about the age yeah. I was. I've never yeah, seen yeah, it. Yeah, it's intense. I it's terrifying. Don't even remember? Yeah, no it, interest. Yeah. I think I blocked out. If the you remove one scene, it's a very well shot movie. <laughs> yeah. And the, that you're right. It, that's exactly right. It's one ter- just terrible scene. Oh, I could fast forward. <laughs> I used to fast forward through the flying monkeys, so I could probably fast forward through. <laughs> so, oh, actually, a weird thing about that particular movie is that that, that it's based on a novel by James Dickey, uh, who is a writer from South Carolina. He actually was a teacher. He taught at the university of South Carolina where my dad taught. Uh, and my dad had been like, he was a like literature professor, like ran a Dickey, James Dickey poetry newsletter. Um, like, and so they had this big, so like I grew up with that 
like playing in my house as dad would be about to teach it. Uh, <laughs> and so like walking through the room uh, is this sort of like game of innocence, Russian roulette uh, as a child. <laughs> You're like, Oh yeah. Yeah. Benjamin's like a Ned baby. Uh, um, uh, so yeah, yeah. Yeah. I, I grew up with that as a, as a sort of like childhood minefield. Super. Uh, yeah. First of all, I just want to say thank you for uh, inviting me to go canoeing with you guys. I appreciate it. I think it's it's good bonding. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm just saying, just based on uh, I'm just saying, based on tropes alone, uh, maybe we go down the river that's not, you know, looking like a Grand Rapid with dark woods. Oh, we gotta go down this river. Some people go down one river. Some people go down the other river. You don't always get a choice in life. Uh, okay, but I, do I have a choice here? I'd, I'd, I'd like to go down the, the easier path if it's just three, three of us. Some people like to take the easy path. Some people know the life don't work that way. That's right. We're realists in this canoe. I feel like when you say some people, I feel like you're saying me. Is, is I mean, you're saying me. You can just say... Why is everything about you? I mean, no, it doesn't have to be. No, okay, okay. you know, we can go down. We can go down the Roaring Rapids with uh, darkness uh, in, in the in the in the distance. Sure, we can do that. Uh, it's safe, right? I I just want to double check with you on this. So, for your senior yearbook quote, you want two roads diverged in a wood, and I took the easy one. Correct. Yes. Okay. It's, yeah. It's, I mean, come on. Now, I just want you to, to understand something because I, we, you got a little accusatory last time that I didn't do enough as your guidance counselor to help you get into a four-year university. Didn't so you? I really just want you to take a moment and maybe own up to some of the responsibility here because it seems to me like you're not ready to do the work, right? I'm not ready to do the work. I'm more than ready to do the work. I am more than ready to be the secretary at my dad's Kia Sedona. So we've gone through the applications and essays. The last thing we need to do before we determine admittance is to check senior quotes. Uh, So let's see. Abrams, uh, Alan. Let's see. I got what a long, strange trip it's been. Yes, no. Yes, with the all vote yes on that. Fine. Yeah, Yeah, that's a guy. It's cromulent. All right. Let's see. Next, Abrams, Amboy. Uh, what do we got for that one? Uh, You're holding yeah. the paper. Wait. Oh, sorry, sorry. <laughs> Quit being Should cromulent. I read that over your shoulder? Why are you asking us? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Could, could you, most people don't like that, but I, it, for me, well, it pass, actually kind of helps. Pass I mean, the paper, yeah. I guess. No, but, yeah, well, here, yeah, yeah no. go, go for it. Sorry. Right, well, pass the paper. Read, read, pass. So, Dad, since we're going down this dark rapids, can I ask you a question? Why did you name me Amboy? Well, son, I don't know if you understand the musical journey of the Amboy Dukes. God, I fucking knew he was going to be after the Amboy Dukes. You named me after the Amboy The first band. Can you think of another Amboy? You think it was short for American Boy? Because guess (laughs) what? Your father does not take the easy way when it comes to words. I do not. Wow, I mean, I've never met someone named Amboy on a speed date before. How'd you get that name? Because uh, I'm an American boy. <laughs> oh, patriotic. I like that. That's nice. Yeah, that's what I was taught to be. Oh, so you, who taught you that? Like, like your your parents or? Uh, my mother. My mother. I don't have a really good relationship with my father. He uh, oh, he I'm died sorry. in a horrible Grand Rapids accident. Oh no! <laughs> now that your father's gone, I think it's a. Uh... It's the right time to tell you. Yeah. It's not that you're an American boy. It's not. It's that daddy was drunk and he said it's some boy and they wrote it down and I've been carrying that secret. You lie. For 19 years of my life. You lie. You're a liar. I had to lie to you. Liars lie. You're a liar. I had to protect your innocence. It's like Russian light of innocence out there in the world. And I had to protect it. Okay. No, I'm an American boy. That's your choice. Son, I know I know I wasn't the best dad. Like I wasn't around a lot, but I just need 
look, this is my one chance at custody for just a few minutes. It's probably, you know what? Let's just be honest. We're not going to see each other after this. I just need to correct <laughs> something that your bitch mother told you. And it's not because I said it's Sam boy. Okay. I know I'm intoxicated frequently. What do yeah. you know? You haven't been around. Okay. Look, it's because she lifted sure. her legs up a little bit. I don't to need push to hear anything. No, that's and, graphic. No, I'm good. I don't. And I bent over to get a better no. look. She this saw my butt and said, "Am no. boy." So, um, I just need to put down the reason that you're applying for Canadian citizenship. I hate America. Legit. <laughs> <laughs> um. I think that uh, Josh's character should have changed his name to Victory because he had so many fathers. <laughs> <laughs> I got one. Can I? Can I? Can I jump in on this? Absolutely, yes. give it to us as oh, co-hosts. I, I'll allow it. Thank yeah. you, buddy. I I appreciate you're way better than Michael Hyman. Like light years you. better thank than you. Michael Hyman. That's uh, Josh here. Misery loves company. <laughs> Two for sure really get me. And I think uh, I think movies is definitely going to play a large part of this episode because I was also nine or ten years old when I saw, based on the true story, Fire in the Sky. Oh, yeah. About oh, alien yeah, abduction. And when the guy goes into this. And so here's the thing. I, it's, I'm, I'm watching the movie with my dad. To watch that. No. <laughs> and, uh, and we're having, I was playing Little League at the time. And like that Sunday was like, the little league wide like rummage sale and he was running it because he was part of the auxiliary board and blah 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 blah. but his charge for this whole thing was to check it out during the night to make sure you know people wouldn't come by and steal the stuff that we had laid out during the day so we, we just watched this movie about an alien abduction that happens at night and then it's at like 12 30 at night which is way past my bedtime but it was 12 30 he's like all right come on kid let's go we hop in the car to like this big empty grass area where it's crystal clear and the whole time just like we're going to get abducted. Where you, aliens are going to come and get us right now. And uh, I still think that sometimes. I'm still waiting <laughs> for that, th- that big old light beam to just hit me. Just boom. I'll be like, God damn it. It happened. I knew it. I was right. <laughs> I have one that's not a movie. Um, mostly because I wasn't episode. really allowed to watch <laughs> movies as a kid. But um, <laughs> Really? I, Wait, this can is, you unpack that? You weren't allowed to watch movies? We didn't really watch a lot of TV. Like, my entire childhood, I was doing musical theater. Like, legitimately. Uh, my, right, right, my right. Enti- wow. That's all I did. It was dance and singing. And I mean, did I loved like it. it? I, abs- oh, I loved it. it. Okay. I loved it. They I loved it. I had no yet. interest. No interest. And then I, I, even when I did watch movies, my mom said she'd put on, like, something for, for the kids. And I she'd come back and I, like, changed it to, like, Channel 13, a black and white movie. You know, like, I had no interest <laughs> in anything else. <laughs> um, but mine was, like, I was older, but it, it definitely shaped who I am as a person. I was maybe 15, and I kind of challenged a teacher and I saw him like shake on the inside and realized that I could manipulate grown people as a child. Oh, yes. oh. <laughs> and I, oh. I was too young to know oh. that because yes. it, yeah. it truly developed my most of my personality <laughs> until I was, I don't know, 25 and in therapy. But like when you see that you're 15 and you can like get what you want from people in authority yeah. just by being mm-hmm. manipulative or sad or whatever you need to be in that moment life altering. Um, I did have that teacher fired later, but like, wow. Wow. Like I, I talked myself, I got, I got, I talked my way into honors. I talked my way into straight A's. I talked my way, like I was able to just get whatever I wanted with the gift of gab and no conscience. I I need lessons from you on that. This is someone discovering a superpower. Yeah. You got a teacher fired. I tried and then I got in trouble for it. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. But you were successful, yeah, so clearly you did set. something I didn't. It also depends on the people's perception of you. I was like yeah. a little goody-goody little girl and knew that that was the perception. Yeah. The perception yeah. of me was like, oh, she's a really like innocent and yeah, good girl. Yeah. This she is wouldn't, the long game. I never got in trouble. I never yeah taught you. She does nothing but watches shows. My tunes. dad taught me this. My dad taught. My dad would teach me. I'm now me, questioning like, how people perceive me as a child. Wait, <laughs> yeah. how they, wait, hold on, Josh. The real shit. Holy shit! How do people read Josh, me? How they did what? How they perceived me as 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 a child. 
Uh, I, I thank you two for coming. I know parent-teacher conferences can be no you know, kind of taking some time out of your schedule. So be here, yeah. I appreciate you two coming. Uh, so we got your uh, son's uh, results back from the PSAT. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. And according to this, he's a real piece of shit. Oh, we know that. Yeah, yeah. That's okay. Good. I, yeah. I just wanted to make a lot of. We parents... were hoping that the PS and PSAT means piece I'd of like shit. I'd like to remind you guys shit, that yeah. I am, I am right here. You know. Yeah. No, I'm, I'm, I'm painfully okay. aware of it. Just yeah, uh, we're, we're aware of your presence. Every... We know where you are all the time. All the time. It's like yeah. being wherever you are. That side yeah. of my body feels like it's being stabbed with needles. That's yeah. Yeah, it's what it's, it's like, like being your mother. It's like when you're driving in the car and like you track what all the cars around you in the mirrors at all times. It's like I'm constantly tracking where you're located and what your distance is from me, just so I, I I'm not surprised when you show up. Yeah, and I'm like, Ugh. exactly. Have you ever had a song stuck in your head and then also a knife? That's that's what it feels like. That's what knock, it's knock. Like. Sorry, sorry, to, sorry to interrupt, Mr. Principal. Here's your book of uh, easily quotable uh, lazy platitudes. Sorry for interrupting. Oh, that's okay. That seems like a useful book. Yeah. Any, so his PSAT scores are yeah, it, it's, good. It's so it's a range. Um, Not that we nah. care because we yeah. really dislike him. No, no but no, uh, well, realistically, the better the scores are, the quicker he can get away from us. So uh, let's wow. let's hope. Oh, well, there, I got some bad news. Ah, uh, yeah. Right down, a, a, looking at the scores, the range he's in is just a real dumbass. I, I don't oh. just like he's, right here. He can't be turned RDA, on that really. Real dumbass. I, I don't. Yeah, no. I, I always took it as more of a smart ass. Look, Johnny, I know you want to run away from home, but this isn't the answer. Your parents can't be that bad. Uh, you don't want to live here in a hovel with me. This isn't, you deserve better than this. No, no, no. I, I do agree that I deserve no. better, but I don't think okay. I can go back well, to that place. Out. All right. Like, I I mean, it's not just, it's not just them. All right. I've also been having trouble with my girlfriend. Uh-huh. All right. She keeps trying to reach out to me but it's like there's something that's like in the way between us and it's i mean i'm, I'm gonna stay here with you I- instead of even getting anywhere near involved with all that it feels like you've been avoiding me or like something's been keeping us apart i'm just really upset about you know my parents and everything and so i started living in the hovel and it's just like i mean do you know what you know what they said at school what you said i tested yeah like a piece of shit your mom called me and told me she said, oh, my God, that's you she was on the phone with? Yeah. Because there was a lot of laughing during that phone call. She's very funny. <laughs> hey, um, hi. Um, this is uh, uh, Brandon's mother. Um, I mom, just wanted to it's let Brian. You know. I'm Brian, we... Mom. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> so sorry. Whatever his name is, I, I do call him B. But yeah. in my head, it means. At any rate, you're not going to believe what happened. We took him to see the counselor about his PSAT scores. And the first thing he said was that he was a piece of shit. Can you believe that? It was yes. hilarious. <laughs> and also, and he, he did so badly on these, on these tests that they just wrote piece of shit. They filled out all the dots so that it spelled out piece of shit on the test. It was hilarious. So funny. Now, Mr. Principal, uh, that is your name, Mr. Principal, the principal. Good. I called you to <laughs> yes. Yes. my so office, office. I, the superintendent's I, office. I, I, I thought you I heard call you say me Mr. Superintendent. but it was P-A-L. Sorry, sorry. Okay. I'm right here. Okay, yeah. I have, I have just similar story, just D-E-N-T. Yeah, at the end of my name. Mr. So you're here to talk about your son, Braden? I'm, sir, I'm, I am Mr. Superintendent. I'm here to talk about your career because I've gotten some complaints about how you discuss specifically test scores. Right. Right. So, okay. You, you know what? I prefer being uh, coming from a teaching background. <clears throat> uh, I prefer <laughs> to. Uh, you know, let the student feel like they're being the teacher. So I'm going to give you the opportunity to uh, reveal to me what it is, you, how you score these students. So I have in front of you, if you just want to open that up, that's the PSAT that I just took. Could oh, you okay. tell me what my score is? 
Well, fortunately, I trained with the college board to be prepared to 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 assess this, uh, and it says uh, right here that um, now, now I want you to understand this is responding to an actual rubric. Oh, okay, this this is not personal. <laughs> this is just your score uh, on uh, on a test. Okay, it's great. I I just took it for funsies. I I didn't even study the night before. It's just it's to teach you a lesson. Okay, so just let's have. Uh, it. Okay, well, uh, would you like to go to individual sections first, or should we just go to the final score? Oh, wait, there's there's different scores for for each section. Well, yeah, there's a numerical score for each section that's added up, which goes into a range that then gets your final assessment. Oh yeah, just give me that then. You're an ass munch. <laughs> this is what I'm talking about. See? Do you hear it? Did you? Did so, Brian? I, I, I'm glad to have you back in the hovel. Don't get me wrong, but let me get this straight. You, you, you told your principal, your mother, your father, uh-huh. and your girlfriend about me. Yeah, I mean, I want them to be able to track. And I haven't met them. Well, I mean, no, it's just that, like... You I, are you are a piece of shit. Oh, I should meet them hang by on. now. I can explain, all right? My friendship with you is the one place, until you said that, where I could feel like my true self. They just know about you, so that way they can forward, like, my mail to me, or if there's an emergency, or something like that. I wanted to leave you untainted by their incorrect... Oh, I... I'm sorry. I didn't mean to interrupt you, boys. This will just take a second. Here you go, Jack. Here's your freshly washed sheets, and this mac and cheese should get you through a couple of days. Um, Dad's misses you, but, you know, maybe we'll see you on Sunday at dinner. Have fun in your little hovel. Look at you. Okay. Okay. More chicken nuggets next time. All right. Man, like, you do hovel life by choice, right? I'm here because of, like, you know, the limits placed on me. By the people who should love me. So, so you're saying you're hovelier than thou? Is that what you're saying? I mean, I don't think I'd put it that way. Uh, so we got your verbal SAT score back, uh, <laughs> and you're a you're a fucking genius. Legit. <laughs> That's what it says. <laughs> <laughs> That's what it says. <laughs> I have one that's like a real life thing that kind of freaked me out. Oh, yeah. Which is I saw this kid. I must have been, I mean, I was like maybe five. Real life? I was very young. Mm-hmm. And this boy, you know, a bunch of us kids were hanging out and we went to somebody's house and we were at the front door and he got his finger stuck. Uh, he put oh. his like finger like in the no. door. Jam- I know it's the worst thing that's ever Why? happened. Like, and the woman was it. like, he's not home. And she shut the door and his, I still to this day, I don't like even know why this off? is not a good story. It didn't <laughs> come off. <laughs> But it was bent at a jaunty angle. Um, that jaunty. is not natural Look, to a this human. This is a finger. jaunty angle for a finger. No, okay. it was like Look at it, it was like this. Only uh, it should, that not. I can't yeah, show way. you. Yeah, it's like it's the just it was origin the wrong story. Way. Yes. And he, first of all, I just remember I was like, all of like you know your brain when you're five is like yeah. not formed, and it was just like. This flood of neuron connections like <laughs> happened all mm. at once in like one giant blast in my head. And I was like, this can happen. This is something that can happen. Yes. And, mm-hmm. and yes. it changed my fear center to be like my physical fear center to be something of like, look, look I don't know how you walk through life, but at any time your finger can just bend in the wrong direction. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It can be smashed bad things will happen. And, um, and I just remember the look on his face too, cause he didn't cry very much cause he was in shock yes, and he was just holding literally. his yeah. finger in the air and staring at it. And then we were all hanging out. To, I ended up in the car somehow mm-hmm. taking him to the hospital oh. as well. And Whoa. he just was like this, 
with the finger in the wrong direction. And it was, that was the, yeah, that was that. I feel like you had the world's youngest midlife crisis. (laughs) I think I did. (laughs) Like you discovered mortality as a five-year-old. Your your reaction reminds me of how kids grow up. uh, Like, I, I don't know what the age is where everyone suddenly realizes that quicksand is not the giant problem we all assumed it would be. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I still I, look out I for have, it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, as do I. Yes. I have yet to see any. No, I don't. I don't. I feel like it doesn't. Because exist. you've done a good job avoiding it. <laughs> this is, that's, that's true. That's true. Yes. Yes. The, uh, the, the, the rock that keeps the leopard away, uh, is doing its job. Yeah. Uh, Stephen, I think you have our ad this week since we don't have Michael Hyman to bring it to us. Uh, yeah, yeah. And I mean, it's a pretty standard ad. I would, of course, like as we often do, say mm-hmm. that I would like to um, preemptively dis, uh, distance myself uh, from this particular company. Huh. All right, so okay. let me go ahead and hit play. They sent us the check, though, right? Oh, yeah, the yes. check totally cleared. Yeah. Good. Okay. Oh, excited. We're about to start a new school year. We live in a different world. Many people feel that we should shift our focus to social-emotional learning, trying to make sure that students feel safe. And those voices are super lame. Here at Noogie Masters, we believe the world needs more bullies, and we're here to train you to be alphas in a world of, uh, not alphas. We'll teach you how to best hold small, physically smaller kids upside down in our So Many Coins 101 class. Get that lunch money. Want to learn how to create the kind of nickname that will leave your victim with the deep conditioning that will make them feel they'll never actually succeed? Try our nickname, Dickname class. And Tom Wilson, Biff Tannen of the Back to the Future franchise, is teaching a class on how to shit on an outfit so effectively they'll never wear a turtleneck again. At Noogie Masters, we're going to make sure that those who are on top stay on top. And remember, if your name is Chad, you get a 10% discount. Noogie Masters, we're going to give you a swirly in your heart. (laughs) I think that was actually a campaign ad. (laughs) Where was this when I was a kid? Oh, no, no. um, I want to vote for Ron DeSantis now. Yeah, it does sound like a campaign ad because these guys, they're big at CPAC. They have like a special workshop they do, a training. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, there's a one of the classes that it's not in the ad, but they have one called "The Cruelty Is the Point." Ah, oh, there yeah, we go. Where it's just yeah. <laughs> I, uh, I I I I opened up TikTok the other day. Oh no, I was probably Facebook's uh, Facebook's alternative to TikTok or um, Instagram's video feed, and instantly the moment I open it, it shows me. I won't name him because I don't like to do that, but it showed me my childhood bully dancing. Uh, like uh, yeah and it's like yeah because of course you grow up in the entertainment industry and like odds are your bully is a fellow actor uh and that was very much the case and his uh, name's and john he, stamos get over has it, a bit on. of a following <laughs> still because uh, he was in one very popular movie and he's clearly trying to get his uh his uh presence up there and it's like great wait the guy the guy is, there's a, the in the santa claus I know the place. Martin <laughs> Short. Martin Short. The your boy. Tim Allen. Yeah. Tim is this Allen. your junior high school no. classmate, Ron Perlman? That looks a lot like Jet. Jet or Jet uh, looks a lot like him. I did audition for the Santa Claus. Do you that mean could have Krumholtz? been me. Oh, the kid in the Santa Claus. The child. You auditioned for the Not, child role. One. I. I, I think I auditioned to play one of the elves. Wait. Is your bully that, yeah. Santa? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I said I wasn't going to name names. I said I wasn't going to name names. Every year, Cole. Cole every year. John C. Wright. Aren't you Jewish? You're not supposed to get Christmas presents. That's why Santa's his bully. Yeah, every yes. Jewish kid's bully is Santa. Yes. Yeah. As a fellow Jew, I know this. I've Somebody made a scene with Santa. Somebody break into yeah. a scene. We gotta have yeah. a scene on this right now, please. Someone. Super. Give me all your guilt. Come on, Santa. Jet, no. give me your guilt. No, stop. Leave me alone. Come on. It. I. I had to wait like till like the fourth day to get this. Okay, no. Yeah, Jet. Well, I don't care. The chocolate gelt is the best part of your silly little wannabe Christmas holiday. Hey, it doesn't want to be Christmas. All right, Hanukkah is a festival of lights all on its own. Yeah, you tell him, Jet. Listen, I'm gonna, I'm going to defend him here. For one thing, you're wrong. You're wrong that that gelt is the best Hanukkah gift. The best Hanukkah gift is the personalized stationery set. 
that we hey, get Stan, on the you fifth shut day. up. I'm going to give Jen, you a nuggie. Give me your gelt. Yeah. Wait, Stan. Jet, what are you doing bringing your lawyer into this? Because you don't need to answer that. Jet, you don't need to answer no, that. Just, you don't right, need listen, to answer that without representation. Yeah. I've been advised. All right. And by the way, he's not just my lawyer. He's also my acting agent. Without him, I wouldn't have gotten into that sweet live video. Well, right. I'm Chad's lawyer, and I advise both of you to give up your guilt. That's right. Put it up, Chad. That's right. His name is also Chad. Or Chad. That, that, that tracks. Yeah. Listen, guys. So are you going to put up, or are we going to put you down? I don't know, Chad. I mean, not to use my intellect to push back, but maybe you guys are upset because I've got a creative name, like Jet, while mm-hmm. you guys are just a bunch of guys named Chad. What, do you think you're smarter because you know what intellect means? Yes, that's like the definition. <laughs> order, I will have order in my court. Uh, order, I say. I am not overseeing this hearing. Me, the Honorable Chad Chadrickson, am not overseeing this hearing to have you lot lose it on each other. Now. Sorry, Your Honor. Sorry, Your Honor. Sorry, Your Honor. One of them just happens to be a butt face. Look, I oh, am not and which one would that be? I am not here. Look, somebody in this courtroom is a butt face, okay? It is my courtroom. I am Obviously, to say it's that. me, Jet. I, Jet, am a butt face, all right? He okay, admits yes, that's it. right. I'm Chad's a butt face. He admits we'll it. take all the guilt. I advise you. you not to give answers like that without uh, when it's not necessary. You weren't asked. Just rule in favor. Just that answer yes or no questions. Your Honor, fine, just rule fine. in favor that Christmas is better. They give us a gout, and we could be on our way. Oh, if Christmas is better, why doesn't it come with gout? I rest my case. I'll allow it. I, I was oh. about to pound the yeah. gavel and say case yeah. dismissed because we, you know, Chad stick together. But uh, you, that's a that's a valid point, actually. Chad, back me up. I would like to invoke the Chads of a Feather Stick Together clause uh, nah. used in every uh, courtroom in the South. You know what I mean? This is also a, a fair point. Uh, quite true. Possibly holds more salience than uh, whatever the lawyer said. So. Uh, uh, hey, Your Honor, you look like someone who went to Noogie Masters College. Is that is that true? Because I was. Why, you saw my diploma. I sure, I sure did. You know what? You're you're right. Hey, man. I, I call ordered. for a mistrial. So I got your LSAT results, uh, <laughs> and it looks like you are a stone cold bro. Well, that's perfect because I'm trying to be a judge. Legit. <laughs> <laughs> Um, okay, so, uh, my, my thing that I saw too yeah. early, it's, it's weird because like, I know we, we're, we're not talking about porn, um, uh, mm-hmm. but, but we are, um, so we got cable when Uh-oh. I was like six years old, we were oh, like yeah. the first people on our block to get cable and, and you sweet. assume anything that is animated is going uh, to be for kids. Oh boy. Yes. Uh, yeah. Be this, this I think it point. was both Transformers. Uh, wizards and Fritz the cat. Uh, Wizards <laughs> and Fritz the Cat were both on there, and man, there's some shit in there that even now, 40 years later, I'm like, I'm not ready to see that. Yo, I, when, I would not 100%. be ready to see that. I don't know either of those. Oh. I don't know either. Wizards. So yeah. there are these like underground, underground comic, like underground animated movies by like, I want to say it was R. Crumb, or who's the director of that? But they're yeah, like yeah. these. It's, yeah. it's R. Crumb, so it's like. Says Ralph Bakshi. You know the, yeah. those Reese's oh, Peanut Butter Fritz. Cup commercials with chocolate yes. and peanut butter? Yeah. So imagine if that was, instead of chocolate and peanut butter, it was porn and racism. Oh, horrible. Yeah. Uh, and that, that's R. Crumb. And they just uh, jumped into each other. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> as a tasty yeah. treat. It, it was, it's, yeah. And that turned into an animated show. And I was just like, this Can cartoon's terrible. <laughs> Speaking <laughs> of cartoons. So I'm like, so I'm like ten years old, little league, and uh, the team's spending Wait, the night over. Pony league, then little league. This is pre-pony. Pre-pony. Yeah, this is pre-pony? This is, yeah they didn't hear the story. I don't know the front, so they don't, of the leagues. Yeah. Pony, so uh, he was fifteen, I, right? So pre-pony. I was, but I was ten in this case, yeah. and the team's spending the night, and uh, they're like, "We want to watch a movie." My dad's like, "Well, we have a whole bunch of movies. What do you want to watch?" They're like, "We want to watch a cartoon movie," and my dad's like, uh, "Okay, let me figure out what cartoon movie." I have for you guys to watch. And he puts in 1981's Heavy Metal. Yes, that's what I was thinking of. Yeah. (laughs) It was so bad. It was so graphic. And so this explains so much about you. That that (laughs) other kids were like. This could have been the answer to our last episode's question about what pop culture character defined your personality. Yes. (laughs) Really? Okay, great. Yeah. And uh, 
they were like kids were like i want to go to bed now because like oh. <laughs> it, it was so graphic and so much cartoon nudity and sex it yep. was mm-hmm. i mean so my version of that being my parents is and like the they had a movie and they were like really insistent that we not watch it Oh. Like the kids not watch it, so of course, like yeah, yes, we first thing you gotta watch, yeah. like right, uh, like my sister and I like sneak in through like go in like through the living room and look into the room where they're watching TV, and they like put the movie in, and we're like, all right, we're gonna see it, and we saw Terry Gilliam's Brazil. No, no. Uh, <laughs> Now this explains so much of Chris Compton. Yeah, right. <laughs> like you can see where I'm coming from. Uh, what I learned was adulthood was confusing. <laughs> mm. I don't know this movie, but that's a valuable lesson. So. Yes, yes. It's just bananas. Yeah. It's like I a banana yeah. film. I grew yes. up watching so many films. My mother really did not filter what I watched to a certain degree. She definitely did not like me watching violence. So, like, I didn't get to watch cartoons basically at all because she, generally speaking, thought most cartoons were violent. Like, some Disney stuff was allowed, but most of that was filtered out. Like, most kid things, in a lot of ways, ironically, I didn't get to watch. But, like, I probably saw The Crying Game when it first came out. I have no idea how young I was. This says so much about Jet. Watched movies about, like, (laughs) nuclear apocalypses and, like, Nudity and sexuality was not remotely censored, and anything that was an uncomfortable truth was not censored. So, you know, I, I saw Roots as a kid, which that I agree with still. But, like, there's a bunch yeah. of stuff that's like, this is pushing the limits of what a child should be able to comprehend. Like, there's still, I don't remember what it was called, but there was a nuclear holocaust movie. It's where, called like, the, the, day the Day After, after. and I'm still having nightmares right. about it. Oh, right, yeah. okay, yeah. that one. Yeah, yeah. 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 I yeah. saw that. Yeah. Like, Steve I, I was probably four. Yeah. I think I was four or yeah. five, because I could picture what that home tracks. I was in. Yeah, uh, I'm picturing I, your mother as the mom from Miracle on 34th Street, where she's just like, "That we don't watch children's things for children," and like, but the <laughs> right. little girl is just kind of like, mm, "I know all about real life," you know. Yes, this that's is how I'm picturing really you guys. Jogging my memory, uh, or I kn- already knew this happened, but I had put it like a little bit older in life, and you're making me realize I was actually buried it deep younger, inside. Uh, mm-hmm. but. Uh, similar, like seeing again, seeing more movies that were not age appropriate. Uh, when I was in like fourth grade, around there, uh, the house we moved to for just that year after my parents got divorced, I was with my mom. Just a couple houses down were these twin boys who were right around my age who were adopted, and their adoptive or their foster father, uh, his partner died of cancer shortly after they adopted the boys. So he's all they had. And he was like pretty old already. Uh, he's like a nom vet and he really didn't like do one-on-one time with them. We played constantly in their yard. We played just with action figures. And then what we would do is go inside to watch another, either Van Damme, Chuck Norris, Bruce Lee, um, all of the like, Stallone, all of like mm-hmm. the best and worst like eighties and nineties action movies. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm fourth grade, and yeah. then we're like we're also <laughs> like they're they're talking it up because there's there's probably going to be titties in the next one, mm-hmm. and yeah, <laughs> like, that's I watched young Bloodsport. for titties. <laughs> I remember reminded of when I was uh, when I was thirteen. I had a, I had a, a best friend about my age that. My mother actually trusted enough for us to like hang out in ways that like I was I was I was so sheltered that like, you know, if I went out like bike riding, I had to come home and check in literally every 15 minutes. My mother would freak out if it went longer than 15 minutes. So like she trusted this friend uh, well enough that she actually allowed us to take the bus to the movie theater in Santa Clarita, the Edwards cinemas, which was like a really big deal. Like we got to take the bus like he he was down the street for me. Like, yeah, yes. Yeah. Uh, and so like that was that was such a big deal. And what we told my mother I was going to see and she believed was while you were <laughs> sleeping. 
<laughs> what we in fact went to see, which by the way, we did go uh, since I was an actor at the time. Th- at that time, you yes, could go is. to like the average movie theater and show them your SAG card and say, I want to see this movie. And they just have you sign a sheet and let you in for free because it was understood that you might be voting on things or doing research mm-hmm. or whatever. So it was really easy for me to move, see movies for free. So like I went up, I talked to the guy who I knew there. is like, we're going to go see While You Were Sleeping. He has me sign in. Like he either believed me or was like, whatever. And then we snuck into Johnny Mnemonic. Which was like, mm. you know, uh, this schlocky Keanu Reeves sci-fi action film, which, uh, like, you know, I think it just hit its 25th anniversary or maybe longer than that. Maybe it was 30th. I don't Isn't know. Isn't that the one with the kangaroo iced tea in it? Or was that Tank Man? No, yeah. no, no, no. That would be Tank Man, I think. Yeah, okay, no. Tank it, Girl. This Tank, was, Girl. Tank Girl, yes. Yeah. Oh, gosh, yes. Uh, yeah, this was slightly more grounded than that. Um, but, like, uh, it was the most absurd. You know, it was one of those, like, super VR, v, like, where, where, you know, he's he's uh, transferring files into his head. He's a courier for data, and the data is stored in his head. And, like, all the all the uh, the file systems are in, like, 3D VR interfaces. Like, the most ridiculous shit. And, like, mm. super ultra-violent film. I remember one guy had... Uh, um a laser garrote wire that would come out of his fingernail that he'd pull out and like there was definitely a sequence where he, he just cut somebody's head in half with it like nothing i should have been seeing at 13 and it was the best day ever super uh thank you for coming to this gathering association of mom and pop home video stores um i just wanted to put it to a final vote we could do yay or nay uh if not I'll put the suggestion that for the closed off section um that we have probably the least barrier thing possible i nominate beads to be the blockage for the adult section 18 and over beads are oh. good Be- I-, I like beads beads, beads. interesting beads uh-huh foam. Foam. foam it's also like, moisturizing and then you're yeah. you're a little What's bit like foam you know foam you'd so have then to you're spray like, oh. what if we just did a, like a puff of air just like a, a yeah, we oh. we've been doing steam and it's been doing good business. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I got I got to I got to say uh what 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 if we go with something where we we allow the barrier to be in the mind of the customer? Cuz I, I I've been thinking I just put a sign next to an open portal that says no one under 18 past this point. And what? and just the sign mm, on the wall yeah. near an opening is the barrier. That's a mental barrier. Well, that would work. Mm. Everyone knows their age. What, what if we just leave some disapproval in there? Oh, oh, yeah. I just kind of, as they walk by, go, mm, mm, mm. <laughs> You'd have to hire a, an extra employee for that, which is not a bad what thing. If we have, what if we create some type of code? That they would need to provide in order to Ooh, enter. Like a passphrase? Mm. Something like an up, up, down, down, left, right. Oh, a passphrase. So okay. I was thinking no, buttons no, like Nintendo. Yeah. No, okay. Pass we can't do the up, up, down, down, left, right, left, right thing. No, Because I keep code. catching guys back there in that area of the store doing that. Doing exactly that, yes. Mm. Like the the them, Konami right? code in the corner, huh? Yeah, yeah. I've been there, man. That's what if we, we What if we all hire trolls and have them stand guard and they can only enter if they enter their riddle? Now, oh. trolls are exempt from minimum wage laws. So this might solve the problem you oh, brought up. Oh, we could save quite a bit of money for that. So, uh, hi, your name is uh, Brian, I see. You're applying for the position of troll at this uh, mom-and-pop video store. Yeah, yeah. Uh, turns out my um, PSAT scores weren't able to get me into uh, any schools other than, you know, uh, Chico State and American University. What was your score? So I decided to stay home for a year and try to build up some, you know, uh, job experience to see if that could get me, you know, into a better school. I'm sorry. What was your uh, score? I think I got uh, a, a, a P05, I think it was. What does that stand um, for? I, uh, I have no idea. I mean, it, I run mom pop store. Uh, mm. Listen, I didn't want to have to bring my lawyer, Chad, but it doesn't seem like you're listening to me. You are not allowed to call the video store a mom and pop store. That is not a le- you can't. That's not a legal name for the store. No, okay? that's have- it's a mom and a pop. At some point, I will no, be a father. That's a genre. That's a genre. No. Okay. No. You're you're implying you're the only one. You're implying you're oh. the best. We okay. We fine. Had a okay. You know what? you're right. You're right. Fine. You win. I'll, I'll change it. I'm gonna name the place Meat Cutes. Son, did we ever tell you the story about why we named you a mom? <laughs> a mom is an old family name. It goes <laughs> generations back in the a pop family. 
Uh, it was your grandfather Billy. <laughs> 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 uh, short story I'm reminded of because with your score of PO5, I was filming uh, uh, an episode of a TV show years ago when I was a kid, and we were filming at 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 the beach. Um, I think at like maybe Zuma Beach or or somewhere near there. And they told us to park in in the parking lot marked PO5. And I'm thinking, oh, this must Pacific Ocean. There must be parking lots, PO1, PO2, PO3, and so on. Did you really think were... that? Yes. No, that was absolutely what I thought. And then we get there, and like it's production signs for PO5. And I'm like, oh, that's right. The show I'm doing is Party of Five. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm the idiot. No, you're right. <laughs> this is an unrelated story to that, but that actually reminds me of when I went on to camp when I was little, and they promised us A&W, and we had done this like extensive, huge hike. And it was like, we're going to uh-huh. get A and W. And then we got yeah. there and they were like apples and water. And we were pissed. Oh. It was, there was almost a riot. Yes. I there mean, should have children. Children. What is, so. there it should was, have been. what's A and W? And W, you know, like the hot dog stand. Yeah. Super. All right. We got Abrams Ambrose. Uh, quote is this A and W is some goddamn bullshit. It's honesty. Inspirational. Who's got the next quote? You have the paper. Jesus Christ. Also, like maybe learn how to use Google Doc, you know? I don't know. Maybe that would help us all. (laughs) Who still prints, Paul? Who still prints? You, Paul. You print, Paul. Oh, it's 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 Abrams Ambrosh's turn. Come on. Legit. Legit. <laughs> that had been pre-legit. Yes. And then post-legit. So that story made me think of both as far as back to like witnessing the first time movie and a camp story at the same time. Ooh. And now that it's entering my memory again, it's making me think, wow, this type of stuff in today's day and age probably would not be allowed. But um, I remember going to my first sleepaway camp. I was 12. And we then also took a trip. I grew up in Massachusetts, and we took a trip to Cooperstown to go to the Baseball Hall of Fame. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, while while we were at, at the camp. So we all got divided up into hotel rooms, and and there was a counselor in each hotel room. So now if I'm thinking back then, it was just like, okay, here is here is a an adult, <laughs> probably late teens, early 20s, Locked in a private room with like three or four <laughs> yeah. minors. Yep. Yeah, that's so today's day right. and age, that might not fly. The here's the best part. My counselor that I was roomed with, um, we all called him Gizmo. That was his nickname. <laughs> all right. And apparently he was a huge horror movie buff. And I was in a very sheltered thing, like like my parents would do everything they can to make sure that I did not see a PG 13 movie until I was 13. Mm -hmm. Like that was the type of thing. And, and mind you, so I'm around, I want to say I'm 11. I'm during this. And he goes (laughs) ahead and he rents for us for the hotel room. Hellraiser two. And I'm watching it. And obviously like, just like jaw dropping of just like just terrified of everything that's happening there. Um, and not only did he do that, he also rented like an old school classic. I don't remember what it was, but like a classic Kung Fu movie, you know, that like are the actual ones were like, Oh, they like rip the arm off and just like, yeah. they're all just like <clears throat> killing each other, you know, in the film. And I'm and like the other kids are laughing, having a good time. Gizmo's having a ball. And, <laughs> and I'm just sitting there just like all like, like terrified of I'm like I'm like are they really getting hurt like I don't understand what's <laughs> happening <laughs> and mind you those of you who know me you know that I have the pro wrestling background and stuff like that but this is a whole different ball game to me yeah and and then I and then I distinctly remember you know like we watched the movies we like went to the baseball hall of fame we watched the movies we're all like sleeping and the Gizmo and the other kids in the hotel room planned to get up in the middle of the night since I was so terrified of those movies. Oh, no. And then all proceeded to just, like, jump on me in, like, the Ah! middle of the night Mm. to just scare the hell out of me. Uh, Because they knew I was just being freaking hurt. But instead, it was just 
a grown man jumping. It was on just me. a grown man <laughs> jumping on me with a bunch named of kids. Gizmo. A We're gonna a grown Gizmo. 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 Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So. Thank you guys for being my therapist for this week. <laughs> we do. Yeah. That brought that back up. That's, yeah. that's everybody I'm, every week. Yeah. Really just re-traumatizing yourself. <laughs> I was thinking about this question when you set out, and actually, I I realized I have the flip side of that, uh, which is my daughter is six years old. Uh-huh. And uh, last week, we're driving through Hollywood. We're going, we're going to the La Brea Tar Pits, but we're driving through Hollywood. And she turns around and she asks this question. I'm like, oh, my God, my daughter's six years old and we have to have the talk. And it's like out of nowhere, which is like how it happens. And like she like from the back of we're like driving through Hollywood. You know what Hollywood's like, you know, uh, so she turns and she points and she says, what is Scientology? Oh, oh no. That's a oh, rough question. That's not a question. You should have like, just shown oh, her porn. It's an that's easy, the easiest way to <laughs> Did you put on Hellraiser 2 to yeah. shut her up? <laughs> it was it was too good a depiction of Scientology. But she read the word and said she pronounced it correctly. She saw Scientology. That's amazing. Said, well, it's Scientology? made for dumb well, people to be able so to spell clear. it pronounce. Yes. Um, no, I will say one of my favorite memories of my, uh, my dearly departed brother is I had gone down to Austin to see him, and I'm like a freshman in college, uh, and, and I, I drove myself down to Austin to hang out with my cool big brother in Austin and uh, he's driving me around and he's pointing out all this stuff. And at one point he goes, you know, and it's the usual thing. Anytime somebody's in a city where it's like, see that thing there uh, it's condos. Now that used to be cool. See that thing there. It's condos. Now it used to be cool. <laughs> but then uh, he points to the, the big Austin Scientology building and he's like, Hey, while you're in town, you can swing by there. If you ever want to buy your way into heaven. <laughs> and uh, There you go. That's that has been Scientology in a nutshell for me ever since. Super. So we're doing this road trip through Massachusetts. You're telling me there's this place called a a Taco Bell that we need to try out. Yeah, yeah. it's wicked awesome. It's yeah. wicked delicious. You're not gonna have any other tacos like it. Yeah, I mean the way it makes your stomach feel. Oh my god. Oh, it turns and turns like <laughs> oh no other. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I'm and so And then we excited. like to we roll the windows all the way up, uh-huh. and then we just let it fucking rip all the way to Boston. <laughs> one that word. Sounds... One word. Chalupa. Yeah. Chalupa? Yeah. You would that think it was good. two. It's not. It's one no. word. No. <laughs> oh, there know. it is now. There there it is now. Let's let's go in and, and order. Yeah. You lead the way. Uh, Welcome to Taco Bell. All right. I want a number seven. Yeah. With chicken in the quesadilla, beef in the heart. I want a crunchy taco. I don't want a soft taco. That's not a taco. And a Diet Mountain Dew. Did you want any ice cream? Yeah. We're out of ice cream. Ah, Fuck, why'd you dangle it in front of my face like that? (laughs) Did they say they had ice cream? Yeah. We'll we'll go through McDonald's next. They got Machines down. fine. We'll we'll turn around. We'll make a Yui. We'll go through McDonald's after and get the ice cream. All right, you're up. You're up. Okay. All right, next one up. Okay, um... You, you got this. Remember, okay. one word. What was the one word? Taco. Taco. No. No. Shit. Sorry. Chalupa. No, chalupa. All right. Let me get chalupa. A, a, a chalupa. Uh, let me get one. Uh, tell me if I'm saying it right. It's like he's not even related to us. I don't a even know. A fucking taco. Let me get a fucking taco. Why are you swearing? And, uh, Why are you sorry, swearing uh, at the guy? I thought that's he's what you called it. You. It's a ta- He's taking taco. your order. That's uh, all right. We we we, we, we accept that here. Yeah. No, I that's apologize. All... I apologize. This is I'm the sorry. worst chat It's on our ever. secret menu. I'll get you a fucking taco. Do you have any A and W? One fucking taco coming up. It's got mayo on it. Do you have A and W? Holy shit! Oh, holy shit! God, I didn't even horrible. figure that out. You want a fucking fucking taco? I can put extra mayo on this. Uh, do I want extra uh, mayo instead? Of, I thought. Okay, yeah. It's extra, already got a lot. I want to ask for the secret menu item. What else you want? Keep going. Uh, and, uh, Keep going. An enchirito with no saboya. No horses. Got it. Uh, Got no it. Horses. All right. Don't ask Do questions. I, Order. Or uh, this is this is the initiation I need to have for the Chad road trip. Okay. Um, yeah. Uh, can I get yeah. a? a, a the Mexi- way to get to Worcester. Yeah. I'll say you're fucking lucky. They they ripped my pants down around my ankles and they beat me with a fucking paddle. You're going to Taco Bell, all right? So okay. we'll take well, a fucking you? Bel Grande nachos, all right? That was you? That was fucking me. I don't want to talk about it, all right? I'm still all very right. upset. Okay. This it is why I need my ice cream. 
Times have changed since we hazed my little sister. All right, does this, com- yeah. does this complete your order? Do you want it is any, what it uh, is, you know? It made me stronger. You know what my senior quote was? My fucking senior quote? What doesn't kill you makes you stronger. All right? So. That's right. From that's Kelly it. Clarkson. Uh, that was, uh, that was, uh, Abrams Ar- Armand. Uh, How are whatever. we still on the A's? There's so a lot of applicants. Because he prints it in like 20 font. It's like 20 point font. It's true. Oh my God. It's true. We're going to be here all day. Look, I, I, okay. Yeah. You know what, Paul? Paul, let's just let in all of the A's. Fuck everybody else. That's the next quote. I'm in. <laughs> wow. Legit, you're in. Yes. Great. Legit. All right, we take it. Done. Let's go to Taco Bell. <laughs> oh. All right. Well, uh, I think every episode these days just ends at Taco Bell, right? Uh, it's, it's, it's how we all uh, bring it down. Like all lives, it ended with Taco Bell. <laughs> <laughs> it's because we go so late. It's like everyone looks at the clock. It's 11. Yes. You're hungry. Oh, what do you think it's of? Like it. It's fourth Taco meal. Bell. Yeah, yeah, exactly. No. I remember no, the old slogan. I no slogan. longer think of Taco Bell. <laughs> Uh, all right. Thank you, as always, to Matt Walker for our intro and outro music. This episode was hosted and co-edited by Jet Kaufman, co-hosted by Josh Tariff. Yay. And this is did the I do first well? Did I do it? You did great. Woo. You did great. Thanks. You were a Thanks. perfect Yay. co-host. Thanks, guys. Fantastic. Thanks. I'm going to be disappointed when Michael Hyman returns. Mm-hmm. We all are. He doesn't yes, have to. He doesn't have to. Uh, also, this is uh, this is our first episode that is being uh, co-edited <laughs> by our new audio engineer, Christian Heffley. So uh, if, if you love the sound of this episode, that's all on him. If you hate the sound of the episode, it's probably because I fucked up something that he did. So Ooh, blame sure. me. Yes. Okay. <laughs> this episode featured the talents of Jen Burton, Chris Sanders, Josh Spence, Chris Compton, Stephen C. James, Ali Marr, and again, Josh Tariff. Every scene you heard today was improvised on the spot along with some of the ads with only a light touch of editing for your comfort. If you're loving what we're doing, please just pause the app real quick uh, and write us a five-star review on your review platform of choice and uh, tell a friend about us and then come back here and hit play again. Okay. Are you back? Great. And uh, before we go, uh, Josh Tariff, do you have uh, anywhere people can find you online? Anywhere, uh, anything you want to promote? I think your your next performance is probably going to be before this episode hits, but you've got plenty after that. Um, yeah, well, you can Twitter and Instagram at Josh underscore tariff, or you can just find me on TikTok at Josh tariff. Um, now that, you know, football season is, is upon us. I'm going to start trying to do some more, um, funny like sports takes on there. So hopefully things will happen with that. And then also wrestling pro wrestling, twitch.tv slash wrestling pro wrestling. Uh, it's a really fun comedy wrestling show that I am a part of where I get to play Jeff peanut butter, the ring announcer slash ace reporter of, of wrestling pro wrestling. So you can check it out live in Burbank. He's or... so normal. What no. is that? He's so normal. Oh, yes. Yeah. Yes. Well, my life, it clearly is very, very normal if I'm playing yes. that role. <laughs> um, but yeah, so and I'll, I'll promote all that. So follow me and, and I'll let you know all about it. Fantastic. And thanks for having right. me. Oh, thank yes. you for joining us. It was thanks so good to have coming. you finally. Yes. Yeah. Uh, yeah, well, quick little bit of backstory for the, the audience listening to this. Josh Tariff was uh, was there for one of our first iterations of trying to do this show uh, live on a stage. So uh, there's a lot of history there. So it's really, really ha- great. to. We go way back, here. way back, like like back to the 1800s. Ah, like, so good. Like centuries. We yes. All right. Well, let's uh, let's bring it to a close here, guys. Thank you all for joining All right. Me. But so so I just need to know, Jet, should I start recording now? Or should I wait a minute? Oh, oh, uh, oh, yes, uh, Josh. Oh, this is so confusing. Yes, Josh, you can start recording now. Okay, cool. And we're recording. I don't believe anything's on Oh my time I kicked the door Just so I could move on Oh 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 Um, I didn't mention it because yeah. the first thing that I saw too early was the wizard stuff, but because um the way I grew up 
was if a movie had a, I think I've talked about this before. If a movie had a black person in it, we were seeing it in the theaters. Mm-hmm. So that means that yeah. I saw the Eddie Murphy vehicle and I say Eddie Murphy vehicle. They yeah. added him in at the very end. Best defense. Best defense oh. in the theaters. And it opens with him like having sex with a topless woman with her on top. <laughs> uh, that's like his first scene in the movie. I saw purple rain in the uh-huh. theaters and that involves someone stripping down and jumping into Lake, uh, like mini haha or titty cock, not titty caca. That's just what I thought of when I saw the scene. I saw a chorus line in the theaters because my mom was like, wanted to see it one day. Like we were going to the mall and she was like, this is the movie I want to see. And like so much of the movie, she was like, uh, turn around and face the back of the theater. Oh, um, yeah. And like, yeah. Yeah. And cover your ears. Yo, but those Prince performances were dope. <laughs> Come on. I had one of those friends that my parents trusted, and I was mm-hmm. laughing the whole time because my friend Ava was like, like, uh, we go take the bus to her house, which was a huge deal. I never took buses. We lived around the corner, and my dad still drove me to school so mm-hmm. that we wouldn't mm-hmm. like die in a gutter or whatever my mom was thinking. But yeah. <laughs> we would go home. She was 13. She was so cool. She was like a hippie from the Woodstock area, and she showed up and like, on like John Lennon's like the on John Lennon's birthday or the day he died, she'd come to school in all black and mourning. Like she was just really to me at the time as a twelve year old, she was like a Wiccan, and she would make herself a screwdriver because her parents both worked. She'd be thirteen, <laughs> make herself a screwdriver oh. and play Pulp Fiction like every day on repeat. And I wow, but wow. I'm but I was so scared because I also like. I wasn't allowed to even watch Jurassic Park because I wasn't 13. Mm-hmm. Like they made me sit outside science class right. by myself mm-hmm. and everyone else was oh watching at the end of the year. I was so scared that like I only – I know maybe 30% of that movie, like the back of my hand and the rest of it, I had my eyes closed or my ears <laughs> or my pillow on my head. I have no idea what that movie's about outside of the like scene where they're dancing with the cars. and Sure. That's, to me, that's a dancing movie. <laughs> <laughs> the scene where well, they dance with cars. in your mind is a musical. Yeah, yes. everything. That's exactly I would see that. What, I would see that. It just turned into it. 